Hello and welcome to Maldorma TV. This is episode 14 and I'm Tobias Alver. And I'm Magnus Alver. And in this episode we're going to describe a very powerful event that we went through this summer. And it started after our first ayahuasca experience that we talked about in the previous episode. Yeah. And basically what happened during the ayahuasca experience was that we... Well, prior to the ayahuasca experience we had had... A lot of powerful spiritual experiences that we have talked about throughout this podcast series. But something happened with the ayahuasca experience. We kind of experienced a transformation that we hadn't really experienced on other psychedelics. Yeah, it felt like something, for me at least, I felt like this was the beginning of something, a long path, a spiritual path. Like this was the mark of the real beginning of it. Yeah, And uh, there had been a significant change within you as well. Yeah, and also we experienced some, I I don't really remember, but on the ayahuasca experience, something happened during the actual experience as well, where I remember thinking that during the experience, I thought I was enlightened. Mm. But then when I came back the day after, I realized, well, I wasn't enlightened. But something happened that was more powerful than the previous experiences that we have had. And as I said, it's also had a transformation within where I could notice that the weeks and months after the ayahuasca experience, it was much easier for me in my everyday life to focus on God and experience kind of powerful states of mind yeah, during, the, during the weeks. Yeah, feeling a connection with people, feeling... One thing that was really big for me during the after ayahuasca was that it felt like my heart had opened up. Yeah. Like I was experiencing love on a whole new level. Just, yeah. Just on everyday things like seeing coworkers, seeing friends and family. Like my heart really opened up and I started yeah. feeling much more love in my life. Yeah. Exa- that's exactly what I felt. My heart opened up. Yeah. And also during the ayahuasca experience, I received this powerful technique that I described in the previous episode and that ended up being the book, a book about love and happiness that I wrote, um, where I channeled this technique on how you can create love and happiness Mm. in your life and in other people's lives as well. And I started to apply that technique at the school I was working at. And it really transformed me me and my students and created this really love and joyful environment at the school that was really powerful so i started really to see big effects in my everyday life yeah it was i remember when you told me the story first when you said the technique it sounded really good yeah but then when you also said that you you had applied it to yeah in real life and tried it with people and you saw the result it was giving yeah and the results in the students this was children yeah and the results was were immediate Mm. from the very first day I started using it and I started working with this technique for another a few months more and it was just mind-blowing how it how well it worked on me and on them as well so the ayahuasca experience was really a game changer in many ways and after this during this summer 
after the, the ayahuasca experience was during the previous winter, I think. Yeah. About a year ago or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, less than a year ago, but mm. roughly a year ago. And in this summer that came, uh, during the experience, the ayahuasca experience, we also met a few new friends, that people, other people attending the ayahuasca ceremony. Mm. And we started to have to keep keep in contact with these people. Yeah. And also you and I also continued our personal journeys. Yeah. And I started to channel information about having an an event with these people, this yeah. group of people. And I remember during a previous episode, I don't remember which one. I, I remember that we you and I t- talked about how one of my experiences on psilocybin mushrooms, I met, I had contact with God and he gave me the opportunity to wake up basically yeah. with the help of psychedelics. But I couldn't do it because I wasn't ready. And during uh, this summer, I smoked cannabis and channeled information that was a kind of uh, expansion of this concept. Mm. So in this, during this summer, during one of my own sessions by myself, I channeled information where the information was like this. If you use psychedelics several days in a row, and during the, exp- the sessions, you focus as much time as you possibly can towards God. Mm. And you do this day after day after day. This will, this is, that might lead you to become enlightened. Yep. That was the information that I channeled, that you can use psychedelics to become fully enlightened by doing it over extended period of time and have, you know, focus towards God during the whole time. Mm. And I, for me, I, I think this is the uh, the process that uh, goes with without psychedelics as well. Yeah, if yeah. you just focus on God and bring God into your life yeah. uh, without... <laughs> sounds religious, but yeah. Um, yeah. If that's the process that you go through, that you keep your focus on God and you just... Yeah channeling god day for day to day eventually that will be your state of being yeah but i certainly see the point with using psychedelics yeah. because at, at least for it heightens the the experience it heightens yeah. the feelings it ha- heightens the sensations so it's much easier to use it as a tool to to bring you into to this state of being yeah and we talked about this several times that what it's all about basically is the more focus you put all over all over focus all the time on yeah. on God, it will accelerate your awakening yeah. basically. So you can do it through meditation and mantras. But the specific information that I channeled this summer was that if you use this technique with psychedelics and over several days, mm. it will... It you might go so deep that you actually wake up. Yeah. So it's a tool that, and I never heard about this technique, but of course, we was very curious. Yeah. And also, one of our new friends, Nicholas, that we met during the ayahuasca ceremony, he also channeled information on uh, during his own personal experiences or uh, sessions. Yeah. And he had channeled similar experiences so we kind of decided that well perhaps we should give it a try yeah i think we also had a prior to this we had a an experience with uh, 
psilocybin. Yeah. Where I think we we I remember a quite cool experience I had back then. Um, but the theme on that experience, on that session with like, psychedelics, was that uh, it's time to wake up. Yeah. And I just remember, if you have read the autobiography of a yogi, yeah. there's a guru called... Yogananda uh, Paramasanda. Yeah. yeah. But his guru was, or his guru's guru rather, was uh, Lahiri Mayasaya. Yeah. I'm not sure if I, correct, if I yeah, say that's correct. Yeah. yeah. But um, I just remember during my experience that he came to me and he's like, do you want to come along with my experience of yeah. awakening? And I was like, hmm, yeah. hmm tempting but still i'm i had this feeling that i'm supposed to follow my own path yeah uh, i'm sure that it would have been a great offer but yeah something it was just a cool experience and i think out when during this evening as well uh you specifically said that well now it's starting to become time to wake up yeah more and more information during our experiences was focused on it's it's going to happen it's it's about time yeah. and i also remember during the ayahuasca experience the second night and we talked about this in the previous episode that one of the messages that i got was that you have to kind of choose an idea on how you want to wake up yeah and then manifest that and now i was given through this channeling and specific idea on how to do it mm. so having this one week it ended up when we started planning with our friends that okay we will meet during one week and take psychedelics every day. Yep. Uh, or at least for five days, I think we said. Yeah, for five days and take psychedelics for f- five days straight and focus on God in different ways and see what happens, basically. So this yep. was the plan. And and all the channelings that we had prior to this kind of said that, yeah, something will happen. And I was really excited and I wanted to try it out and see what happened. But yeah. So, so we planned it. Yeah, and I have to admit, I was a bit skeptical, to be honest, because yeah. uh, when I, you had this experience, I'm sure that you were r- very convinced by it. Yeah. But I hadn't had had it myself, and was like, okay, we're gonna take psychedelics for five days, and we're gonna wake up. Um, okay, I'll let's see what happens. But yeah, I was very skeptical towards it. And I was all also struggling with the idea of using, you know, this shortcut tool to re- actually wake up fully become enlightened yeah because i never heard about it and i didn't know it was possible but i was also open to the idea that times are changing and the overall vibration on earth is also higher these days than they used to be so because this i had channeled this information as well that it's easier to wake up now these days and if you use this technique you can kind of come up to the vibrational, the high vibration where it's you, you kind of switch over. And that would be very hard to do just hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Uh, because the overall vibration of humanity was lower. So I was open to an idea, but well, perhaps this will actually work. And during one of the experiences as well on uh, Mushrooms earlier, I think we talked about this too, that it also has to do with your definition. If you think it's possible, well, it's possible. If you don't yeah. think it's possible, then it's not because you create your own reality, yeah. basically. So it it depends on your belief system. So, but more and more information was gathering uh, before this this event was going to take place, and more things started to come to me. And um, 
yeah, I don't think we need to go into all the details, but we did it. We did this uh, experiment this summer. Yeah, and we we gathered the the same group, uh, pretty much the same group as yeah. we had uh, during the ayahuasca sessions. So it was really nice just to see all the people that yeah. you had, except the shaman and yeah. the, her assistant. Yeah. So, but and we had a. I think I liked the way we did it as well because we 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 didn't just meet up and take psychedelics. We we did it as a full day retreat from yeah. from morning until yeah. you wake up until you go to bed. It was yeah. focus on God, doing meditation, doing yoga, doing uh, mantras, breathing exercises. Yeah, so we try to yeah, just do as much as possible. Just get try to take advantage of every single minute throughout yeah. the day. And every uh, when we hanged out, we kind of discussed and talked about spirituality. So yeah, we had a full time focus on on god even when we wasn't on psychedelics yeah and we we decided to start a f- start off kind of light with only cannabis mm. and then take psilocybin mushrooms the second day the third day ayahuasca and then psilocybin on the fourth day and i think we used cannabis on the f- fifth day yeah if i remember yeah, correctly could be. so the first day what happened the first day? Pooh. Uh yeah, we we did for we went for uh yeah, we went for cannabis. Yeah. And I think we I just remember that we we had done a breathing exercise to begin with yeah. before we started. And I think that really accelerated the the cannabis experience or yeah. it was just the energy in the room lifting the vibration, but for me during the just by smoking cannabis that evening, it felt almost as strong as an ayahuasca session. Yeah. It was really powerful. So, at least for me in the beginning, it was, yeah, yeah really powerful. And I just remember sitting down trying to meditate and go deeper and deeper within myself. And just came to the point where I just found the emptiness, yeah. like the stillness within me. Yeah. And I just remember I went into that stillness and just sat in the vibration of this stillness. And there I experienced, I don't know, if I would have put a word to it, I would say it felt enlightening to be in this state of uh, vibration. Yeah. And uh, it felt like everything was flowing through me i didn't have to think about anything it just everything that came out of my mouth was just it felt like it was just i was talking from this stillness yeah this void within me uh, i wasn't in my my normal ego self no. at least there for a moment so that was a cool experience yeah and for me the first night was pretty much like any other cannabis session for me i was i went up in vibration i channeled some information had some experiences but it wasn't a breakthrough experience in that yeah. in that sense so but this was this was only the first day yeah. i think you had a much more powerful experience than i had pretty much a breakthrough experience yeah it felt like a full breakthrough experience and it was similar to what i had experienced on the ayahuasca where um during the ayahuasca as well i also felt this the stillness like I, I didn't speak much i just sat there and yeah. just looked around and just yeah i i noticed that my my body language changed my my 
my thoughts weren't there as usual. I was just sitting there, my yeah. vibrating into this, absorbing in the now. Yeah, and I just remember a really cool thing. Um, it was almost like I went back in time, or or back in time, but I experienced a previous uh, a lifetime. Okay, where. Either it was just what I saw through my third eye, or it was something that had actually happened yeah. in my in a previous life. But um, I experienced myself, or experienced yeah my, myself sitting on a top of a mountain in in the Himalayas, hmm. and just like was meditating on the mountain yeah. and breathing life through the mountain, and just. Once you sit in the med- meditation up on the mountains, you you allow your energy to go through you and th- into the mountain and spreading yeah. out throughout the earth. Hmm. Like um, so, what I got with this experience was that when a person sits and meditates and just spreads its vibration, yeah. it can have an effect on the world just by sitting yeah. on a mountain on, yeah. on, in Himalaya. So. Yeah. Uh, it felt like it was a Tibetan monk or something like that, right. just sitting there meditating, yeah. throwing out energy through the mountains. Yeah, real powerful. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, and that was the first day. Do you want to say anything more about the first day? Um, no, not really. It was, uh, yeah, as I said, uh, it's quite similar in terms of experience from the ayahuasca, but it didn't feel like like it was it like i felt like there was more to it yeah than i had experienced like yeah. i could go deeper there was still something to unravel before yeah. yeah i found my true self yeah so perhaps you jump to the second day because yeah. then things start to become really interesting to say the least yeah uh, and this day we took uh mushrooms psilocybin and yeah uh, yeah, for me, I didn't take anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You decided to be completely sober and yeah. see if you could come into this vibration without any yeah, help. W- what I wanted to try to experience or was that I, I could feel all these vibrations and all these things during the first, di- first day, when, yeah. day when I was on cannabis. I wanted to see, is, are the same things there yeah. when I'm sober? Yeah. Is it just that they are so subtle that I can't notice them? Uh, but are they there? Yeah. Can I go into this experience, even though it's on a more subtle level? Yeah. So that's what I tried to do with it. Yeah. And um, yeah. And I don't really remember how it was in the beginning, but I became affected by the mushroom. I didn't have a breakthrough experience, and I remember thinking that. I was experiencing things, but I couldn't really break through. Not even the way you and I had done so many times. Yeah. Or as we did during the ayahuasca experience. And Nicholas, one of the guys, he kind of aligned pretty quickly, I could see. And then you also did it. And a third of the persons called John. Mm. Uh, I don't, do you remember this? When you three sat in front of the in yeah. the living room and yeah. I was like frustrated because... I could see that you was in this state that I couldn't reach. Yeah. Could you describe that state you were in? And you were sober, by the way. Yeah, I was. Uh, that was interesting that I could experience it. It was more subtle, but it was still the same feelings, still the same sensation, like just yeah. feeling. I don't know how to put words into, but but just feeling this this bliss state within you, just like yeah. 
peace peace and quiet and it was just the stillness and going into this higher vibration and just feeling that you're yourself expanded like yeah. you were yeah it's hard to put words into but yeah, yeah. felt like bliss yeah and the whole group i think we were where how many where we were we four our brother not brother than uh, three girls i think yeah so seven people yeah and it was really powerful i mean the love in during this week was just amazing during this night as well but i remember struggling with because you nicholas and john found this kind of state of being that was pretty cool yeah. But I couldn't really reach it. And I remember struggling with feelings like I had been trying, you know, to wake up to God. I was longing for God so much. And I've been on the spiritual path for 20 years. And I was struggling with feelings like why why am not, why can I come in to God? What's the problem? What I'm doing? What, what am I doing wrong? How do I do this? why I'm not let in, you know. Mm. And I was really trying, and I could see that you guys were laughing and you were like teasing me as well. I Don't you get it, Magnus? <laughs> because you had found something about, you know, you were being in the now and you could see yeah. the now from another perspective, from a higher perspective. Yeah, it's that's what happens. You, you just become so uh, wrapped into the now. You just become so present and everything becomes so clear when yeah. you're there in this state of mind. Yeah. And I remember being kind of about, why can't I, what have they done? How can I reach that state of mind? I was kind of struggling for a long time. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the problem is, is the, the reason why, I'm not, why you're not getting there is you're asking the question why. Yeah. And so, you're and trying. Point, yeah. You're trying. It's like, it's and like, Nicholas, the, the other friend was like, well, just come sit by, by us and play some music. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. And basically he knew how to help me. Mm. So we started just chatting and I just dropped it after an hour or so and started, you know, playing some music and but chat, sit and chit chat basically. And then suddenly about snap. I saw it. Yeah. I was totally in the now and I saw what it was all about. And I and this is really hard to explain. Yeah. Because nothing changed. But everything changed. Yeah. It's just, just you just realized that, ah, it's all about this. Yeah. What's here? This right here, right now. Yeah. And nothing is different about the now. It's just that you realize this is it. Mm. This is what all the people are searching for. This is it's right here. Yeah. Right now. And it's hard to understand. It's hard to describe this experience where you get the aha moment ah it's about this because you suddenly just you you become so present yeah and you realize that everything you need is in the now mm. there's no need for anything else and it was like it was like a birth of my consciousness right there right then yeah and i just saw it and i remember thinking ah and i could i really connected with the divine inside i could deeply feel my divine spark mm. in this consciousness that is the now yeah and i connected so deeply and in an instant and i also remember th- f- feeling that 
when I woke up to this now and realized what the now is, I uh, just connected to the intuition so strongly. And I just knew that, okay, this was a birth. This is... I felt enlightened. It was an enlightened experience where I just realized what the now was. I can't put words to it today. Uh, I realized it in that moment. And I also realized that, okay, from this point on, I will only... It's about exploring the self Mm. and the aspects of it. But I, I could see what the self was. And now it was just kind of expanding into consciousness and exploring consciousness more and more. But it was a birth. Yeah. That was how I experienced it. And you was there, John was there. And then during the evening, everyone woke up. Yeah, from time to time. Like yeah, and people fell out of it, some came back yeah. to it, and it was back and forth, back and forth all the time. And also during this experience, I remembered something very interesting. I remembered that I had experienced this awakening during the ayahuasca. Yeah. But when the when the ayahuasca fell lead my body, I forgot that I had been in an enlightened state yeah. during that evening. And I remember thinking that I was that, but I actually was for temporarily mm. because the ayahuasca took me into an enlightened state for a while. But when I came out of it, I forgot about it. Yeah. I wasn't aware that I had been enlightened. Yeah, it's like a dream. You but now it came back to me, and I remember it very clearly. Yeah. Uh, and I was back there again. So this was actually not the first time. It was the second time I realized mm. that I was that I had experienced this before. And then all of us woke up during this evening. But as you said, the interesting thing was that we were shifting in and out of it. I could see, and you can clearly see when someone was in and when someone was not in it. Yeah. And I remember the girl, Aileen, that was with us. She was enlightened also, and we was laughing and enjoying, you know, this bliss. And then a little bit later during the evening, she was out of it, and she couldn't remember that she was in it. I was talking about, don't you remember? You were enlightened just a few, just a half an hour ago. Yeah. And she was just totally oblivious to it she didn't know anything about it she couldn't <clears throat> remember it but then she was pulled back in and was laughing about it and this was going on the whole entire night people was falling in and out and I was falling out And but the interesting thing here was that we was pulling each other in there was always one or two people who was in there yeah. that could and one when we were when you were were in the enlightened state you could help the others to come back Yeah. and I remember channeling the information that Basically, everything is taken care of. We don't have to do anything. God is in control. We only need to enjoy the ride. And we also, I also learned that this group is part of our personal awakening process because we will help each other to align when we get this, when someone gets disaligned. Yeah. Uh, so this was this evening was really cool, and more cool stuff happened. But perhaps you want to share some, something as well yeah it's the thing that happens as well when you when you get into this state of consciousness it's you become conscious of your consciousness yeah you become aware of your awareness yeah. and then you realize that you have always been aware yeah you have always been awakened it's just that you 
fail to realize it yeah. because you're constantly swept by swept in by your thoughts you get into thoughts loops and you get stuck in the thoughts and you don't you fall away from your awareness yeah so when you that was just an interesting thing i it didn't feel like i discovered something new i it yeah. felt like i discovered something that's always there yeah and uh yeah it was a yes like a and as you said there's there's nothing really changing except your view on things it's yeah. it, there's it's the same room it's the same people it's the same environment but it's something just shifts within you yeah. and you really start to see it and when you really start to see it you really get to experience it yeah. like you go and you drink a glass of water you taste the water yeah. you become aware of the water and it's like that with everything once you make this shift you become so aware of yeah. everything and during this night in the beginning we were shifting in and out of it and we were helping each other back and it, it, we, we kind of played with this for a few hours but after a while i, I established myself in this yeah. awakened enlightened state of being and it became much more profound once i had established myself in it and I didn't fall out of it anymore during the night. I was in it for several hours. And then things really started to become interesting. Because during this experience when I established myself, because I was on psychedelics, I could... I became aware of different dimensions. Parallel dimensions where I could actually see... Uh, this is also very hard to explain, but I could see deeper the aspects of reality than just the physical at the same time as I was in the physical reality and I was exploring this with uh, with John when we were talking he was in it as well and I could when I spoke I not only spoke with my words but I could also feel the energy on yeah. the energy level yeah. that was transmitted through the words and I could connect with that so I was aware of a lot more detail and layers of reality yeah. during this state of being. And I could also visually see other dimensions. It was, I can't really explain it today, but it was so mind-blowing. But it was also absolutely natural. I It, yeah. it was nothing new to me because I already know it. it I, I just, I understood everything I experienced. I was amazed, but immediately as the experience came, I knew what it was about. I understood it intuitively. Mm. It was just there. All knowledge was there. When I experienced it, I knew exactly what I was, I was experiencing and how it happened. And it's interesting when you talk about um, the way you t- say things. Yeah. I mean, we can relate to that in everyday life as well. Yeah. If you say like, you use a really scrawny voice, people are not going to really yeah. listen to you. And if you st- talk with a clear voice, people yeah. will be like really captivated by you. Yeah. But then there's another layer where yeah. you speak from this God, God vibration, yeah. source vibration. Yeah. And then it's just something happens when you speak from that vibration. People yeah. start like something happens and you can suck them in and i remember during this night it became even more interesting because i went deeper and deeper into this i went higher and higher in this state of being yeah and at the end of the night i felt like you know a full-blown guru if you like if you like like ramana maharshi i was just (laughs) bathing in this intuition this energy this divine energy and in the i was going higher and higher in vibration 
And I remember sitting in the sofa and I was like, I was feeling like God, basically. Mm. And the two girls, Ellen and Amanda, was out of it for, for a while. And I kind of was in a bad mood. And and I was in this enlightened state, full enlightened state. When, and I remember that I could help them. So I started talking to them with this soft voice, but I was also transmitting energy to them. Yeah. So I was kind of putting them into a meditative state. And I was just following my voice. And I, was, I remember they saying like, it's something about your voice. It's, I just want to hear you talk more. Mm. And then while I was talking, I just knew that they were ready. And I just snapped my finger and said, now. And they woke up. So I woke them up with a snap of my fingers, literally. Yeah. Yeah. And said, now. And they just popped and they were awake. They were yeah. lighting again. So, yeah. And I just knew how, I, I don't know. I just knew I could do this. I knew exactly what I would, now today, I don't know what I did. But then I just I knew exactly what I did. It's just yeah. uh, I was sitting in the other side of the room, and as I mentioned, not thinking any psychedelics and at all. So I was just fully sober, and it was just interesting to sit there and just witness it. Yeah, from this perspective. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, as exactly as you said, there were these two people there, and you were just talking and snapping your fingers, and I could see them like plopping into it. Yeah, they must light up, and yeah. you could see in the eye, and they looked at me and I and they saw I, I the surprise what did you do yeah and we were just laughing because but I knew exactly what I did yeah it was like I had done this for a thousand years I was just like this guru and I had tuned into I, I don't know where the knowledge came from it, it was just inside me yeah and I didn't think about it I wa- didn't I wasn't surprised I just, just acted it. it out yeah yeah it was it was in me um, but it was so interesting that I could actually wake people up up with just snapping my fingers. Yeah. But it, it I had to, you know, talk put them in this state of being before by we talk I was kind of have this guided meditation with them where I told them to relax, feel their body, mm. and I just knew that now I have them in this, you know, right condition then I snap my fingers and that was kind of I did some energy burst I think and just I mm. just plopped. Uh, really interesting experience and I was in this state of being the whole night and uh, yeah yeah uh, the third day we we went on to uh, try an ayahuasca before that I was to talk about the morning after okay yeah because the interesting thing here that was new was that I remember this clearly yeah because as I said earlier I remembered during this evening that I had been in this enlightened state during the ayahuasca mm. ceremony as well. But I had forgotten about it the day after. Yeah. This time I remembered it. That was the key difference. I now knew I was not enlightened the morning after because I was enlightened with the help of... Uh, I came into the enlightened state of being with the help of with, uh, psychedelics. Yeah. But remembering it was a really big deal. And I also knew that that was a big deal mm. because then you knew that you have been this, yeah. been there. You know, you remember how it was like. Mm. And I could also, I remember all of us could kind of kind of tune into this. Yeah, at least you you, you were there scratching on it. A yeah, little you could feel subtle that when you were disaligned and when you were aligned, but it wasn't really there, but you could sense, sense it the day after that by being present and being aware, you're kind of aligned to it 
to some degree even the day after yeah and i think you you st- we still had the vibrations within us yeah. as well there that's really helpful yeah uh and i i just was quickly mentioned also i really liked the, the constellation of the group because it really yeah. gave a um two perspective of the divine you got the the masculine and the feminine side yeah. so i was I just remember when I was watching, uh, we had uh, yeah, a good mix of both uh, men and women. Yeah, and it was just so beautiful to see yeah both uh, the men acting out their their divinity and also the feminine energy coming yeah. in and acting out the feminine divine energy. So yeah. that that was just a beautiful thing. And how di- different people's enlightened states of being are very different. Yeah, I mean it's it's the same, but. The, the outer expression ex- of it the is expression different. is different yeah one of them was very kind of like this motherly guru yeah and but also for oneself because during this night when i snapped my fingers i was i felt almost like non-human like very high vibrating and i i also actually communicated with with aliens some kind of beings i remember i remember right now that i had contact with some beings that Pretty much said they were checking on, on us, but they didn't say much more. Mm-hmm. But they, we, we were being observed by higher beings of what we were doing. Okay. So I had that connection for a brief moment. And I didn't think more about it because I had, I mean, I have channeled with and talked with beings before yeah. on psychedelics. So I was like, yeah, yeah, they're here. Yeah. And I also, one of the other, John, actually had a visual, uh, saw a ship. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, yeah there was that evening. Yeah, yeah that's. He's, he said he he saw a ship, actually, and also Nicholas had a fe- not a visual feeling, but but a feeling of a presence hmm. of some beings. So yeah, I'm very open to that idea. I don't know who knows, but it was very real for me at the moment. So I believe it. Yeah, uh, and I believe there are a lot of life throughout the universe. For sure, for sure. Uh, I and think some of them are very highly uh, yeah, evolved. To, to think that we are the only living intelligence in this universe. Yeah. Uh, uh, looking at the vastness of space, I don't yeah. think that's that's very... Uh, and I yeah. think one of the most comforting uh, messages during this night was that when I channeled the information that everything's taken care of. You don't have to worry. It will happen. Uh, just enjoy the ride. But of yeah. course... And that's some that's something you really need in order to, to be. And as we mentioned, in order to experience this state of being, you need to be fully present in the now. And if you go yeah. and Relaxed. worry about things or you think, ah, oh, what's going to happen in the future? Oh, what happened in the past? You're instantly taken away from the moment. Yeah. And just the fact and the, the understanding that... Everything is as it should be. Yeah. Everything is taken care of. Yeah. That allows you to go into this present moment and yeah. just enjoy it as much, much as possible. Yeah, and this experience this night was... It is possible to at least temporarily become enlightened. With yeah, you get to experience enlightenment. That's yeah. um, And it's no doubt that that's what you're experiencing. experiencing. You just know it. But to the third night, the third day. Yeah, the the ayahuasca. Um, 
I don't think we should talk too much about it. Um, yeah. Nothing can mention it. Yeah, we, we we tried out ayahuasca as well, and and we made our own ayahuasca. We bought yeah. ingredients and made our own brew. So so I mean, it tasted horrible. That's the <laughs> yeah. the thing I remember yeah. most of it. But uh, yeah, it didn't really hit us that strong and. I think that's looking back at it right now in hindsight, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Because if we would have had a full blown experience, we didn't have any shaman and we didn't have any help who was sober. Yeah. So I think um it was a good thing that yeah. we didn't really get a I was guys really powerful and you shouldn't play with it. Uh you should have someone sober taking yeah. care of you. Uh we didn't but no one I didn't really feel any effects at all except just puking and going to the toilet every yeah. <laughs> every minute, basically. So you so get the bad part of ayahuasca, yeah. not the I good get part. all the bad parts, but none of the cool part at all. Yeah. So it was a bummer in that way, but... I got a, a little bit of an experience. I yeah. got some visuals and uh, some connection with ayahuasca, but very, very slim. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, it was a nice evening nonetheless, but nothing, nothing mind-blowing, nothing really worth mentioning i think uh but i think if you're gonna do ayahuasca do it don't do as we did uh, no. i think <laughs> go find a real shaman yeah, and, as we did the first time yeah exactly so do it in a in our safe environment yeah, control environment yeah uh, yeah i think we would have been safe but more of a yeah. controlled environment as yeah you because said. when we took ayahuasca the third time we're not going to talk about it today yeah. we actually could see how powerful it can be yeah it can uh, <laughs> it can be even more powerful <laughs> than, than the first time so but that will be yeah. a future episode yeah but uh, uh i think we we go on and talk about the fourth evening because i think yeah. that's the the strongest one yeah that was the main event i think basically yeah and i just remember when i took the psychedelics it was um, yeah it was it really <laughs> hit me like bam it hit me straight on in the face yeah. And I just remember I got a little bit of a, not panic, but uh, I mean, usually when you take it, it takes about 45 minutes and then you start, it goes slowly and eventually yeah. it builds up to an, a strong experience. But what happened was like after 20 minutes, it was bam, like a really strong experience. Pre- Super intense. Yeah, the most intense experience I ever had. And I talked about a few of them prior in this uh, podcast series as well that have been really so i was struggling i was just sitting there in the beginning just trying to get a hold of uh, myself and get a hold of this experience yeah and (laughs) i found that the only thing that that helped uh was to i couldn't handle any music i couldn't handle people talking i just wanted to all right i want to be with myself a little bit just try to um, find myself within this high vibration that i felt i was moving towards yeah. so i started just walking around in the in <laughs> outside of the house in the grass just back and forth back yeah. and forth like i just starting having this a little bit of a comfortable feeling walking left right left right you were left, doing this right. for quite a while as well yeah i think uh, yeah i don't know perhaps more than an hour yeah i don't know um <laughs> so it was some time to to get adjusted to this and um, in the beginning, it was just the, bo- the, 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 the feeling of the body was just, it became so intense. Yeah. And I just remember going into a small cabin and just 
lying down there uh, trying to gather myself and it was it was nice to go into uh, a small cabin because then yeah. I didn't have to take in the whole experience <laughs> of the whole universe in one moment I could just take in the small yeah. cabin and try to get a grip on that and uh, so I kept walking back and forth and going into the cabin and just gathering myself but after a while it kind of hit me like okay this isn't obviously isn't going to go away in the first time so I need to find a way to really um, get comfortable with this experience so I I just lie down in the cabinet and I just looked up in the ceiling and I tried to just see what it is like take it from an observer's perspective not think about how is this affecting my body what is happening not think just Try to silence all the thoughts and just yeah. observe, observe. Yeah. And when I observe, then just look at it and w- how does this feel? How does this how do, how does this experience um, change me? Yeah. And then I just when I just observed it and relaxed into it, yeah. I was just well. This is actually feeling quite good. Yeah. I'm in this super high vibration, but. And I was struggling against it, and that was what was causing all the intense feelings. Intense feelings. When yeah. I just relaxed into it and just looked at it, what is this? It just became peace, peaceful, yeah. like a really uh, nice experience. And then when I walked out, I opened up the door, and that was just a mind-blowing experience. I just remember looking at uh, the, the sky and the, yeah. the the ocean and everything, and I could feel like. This is me. Yeah. I'm looking at myself. Yeah. I'm all this. This is what I am. It's like, and I, I didn't, I had uh, some visuals, but it was just a, such a strong feeling within me. Like, this is wh- who I am. And I had, um, prior to this, read a lot about Ramana Maharshi and yeah. this famous guru in India, um, reading about these things and trying to understand what, what does it really feel like. And I just, when I walked in the grass, it was like the whole universe was walking with me. Yeah. Like when I took a step with my left foot, like the entire universe took a, <laughs> a step with the left foot. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how I can actually explain this experience to make it even a percentage <laughs> uh, yeah. of the feeling that it actually was. But it felt like with every step I took, I know Buddha talked about this as, as well, that when he... Uh, touched uh, the ground it was like the whole earth was moving yeah. it was exactly like that like why when i was moving it felt like the whole universe was moving yeah and uh, eventually i gathered myself and was able to just uh, go inside and meet up with you guys again yeah and uh, in the beginning i couldn't handle any music so i was uh, sitting outside and looking at nature just feeling how i was everything like i was connected with everything and i had this experience before but this was just more yeah there's more of everything you can always experience more of everything like you can be more (laughs) more the universe you can be it just expands there's no limit on how deep you can go into this and this was just a whole new level for me at least yeah um so Right about the time I started to adjust into this vibration, you came out running yeah. from from your experience. 
And I need to talk about what happened before I came out running yeah. because that was that's quite important to the story. When we started the trip uh, and I took... Uh, well, we, we used another psychedelic this time uh, called... Some powder, yeah. Yeah, psilocybin in powder form called like... Echo GMT4 or something like that. I, I don't, I don't yeah. remember exactly. But um, it's pretty much... Uh, psilocybin in powder form uh, and I took quite a lot in uh, in the beginning but I didn't feel any effect yeah. at all and after a while I took some more and this was a really big dosage still didn't feel anything I just felt this feeling of unease inside of me that just grew stronger and stronger I remember sitting outside by myself and just feeling pretty much miserable and depressed and also, you know, feel like I wanted to break through <laughs> and have the same experience as the day before. Yeah. So, and I had taken really a big, really big dose, more than I ever taken. But it didn't. I didn't feel anything. And Nicholas came out and started talk to me, and I was like, no. And he kind of is it about me because we had had this little issue with between each other. But oh, no, it's not about you. It's something inside me I don't feel good I, I went inside and laid in the sofa I think I actually took before this I took some mushrooms some fresh I had some dried mushrooms as well so I, and smoked cannabis I mean I was taking everything yeah a huge dose of everything it was just insane yeah when I think back on it but I, I just I just felt that I need to push through I just have this strong feeling I need to push through no matter what so I took, you know, like this insane amount of psychedelics. I don't know how much it ended up, but... A lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I didn't feel any effects. It was just so weird. And I was laying down in in the sofa and I felt just so miserable. And this familiar feeling came to me that I described that the day before that I... This, deep sorrow inside and I have touched this so many times before during sessions psychedelic sessions and it's the feeling was very strong that why am I not let in why why can't God just let me in yeah and it's been you know the human life be done with pretty much that feeling and yeah. it was feeling really depressing and next to me lied Ellen and Man Amanda and they were having this you know Breakthrough experience was in a really good place, and Amanda, I think, was in this enlightened state again. Mm. And I was just lying there, miserable. And she came up and you know, gave me a hug and gave me love, and I, I felt the love, but I couldn't take it in. I was just unable to, you know, embrace that love that she was offering me. Yeah, and it felt worse and wor worse, worse and worse. And suddenly, I have this deep insight that I don't love myself. Mm. I had always fooled myself that I loved myself. You know, I had been on the spiritual path for 20 years and I had no problem, you know, saying into the mirror, I love myself, I am God, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And felt pretty good about that. And I felt quite, I'm, I'm, I'm a person that kind of feel quite confident about myself. And But I realized that I do not love myself. It was just in my face. I don't. And this was, you know, a big defeat. Mm. This realization, 
I had been working on myself for years, but still I was on square one. Mm. That was how it felt. I don't love myself. And I started saying to myself, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, but it felt hollow and false. Yeah. It didn't work. I just, it didn't work. And I was just, I just gave up. I don't know. I didn't know what to do. And then I was in contact and then God told me, no, I had this realization that, but I can always love God. I can always give love to God because I do love God. Mm. That felt true. Yeah. I didn't love myself, but I did love God. And I just started crying like a baby. But then I realized another layer that I am God. Mm. So by loving God, I am actually loving myself. Yeah. And then I realized everything is God. All human beings are love. And I just have this deep, deep realization that by loving others, by giving love to my fellow human beings and to God, I am actually giving love to myself. And it will it will turn around and land in me. Yeah. And this realization, I was just so shaken about it. First, that I realized that I didn't love myself. But then... I kind of had a solution. And I was alone at this time. The girls had gone outside. All of you were outside. And I just felt I need to go out to the group and give everyone a hug and kind of show them my love. I I felt I have to do it. So I I was really shaking. I could hardly walk. And I walked outside and I I don't remember what I said, but I I said, I need to give a hug, all of you. So I gave everyone a hug and then I just snapped. Hmm. Something happened inside that was the most powerful experience I ever had. Yeah. I just started laughing and I uh, absolute joy and happiness that was I can I can I cannot put word it. I was I didn't realize that you could feel so goddamn good. <laughs> I, I mean I was just laughing. I was applauding myself because this was a much higher state than I was yeah. in the, the previous day. This was the real awakening. Yeah. I just felt this is the true enlightenment. Yeah, I, I just remember exactly those words as you said. I I can't understand how you can feel this good. I mean, yeah. it's everything. There was nothing that could touch you. You were just, you were just in this space within yeah. yourself where the joy, with ecstasy, with love, with happiness in levels yeah. you haven't experienced before and it was just yeah it was just there and i i had a complete transformation i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. none of you knew who i was i no, mean, there was a completely different person walking out that had been in my yeah you had been my brother for yeah my whole life and it, this was a completely new version yeah but a new person but it felt more real like the real you. Yeah, it was a genuine me. Yeah, it was the real you that you let out. And I was laughing and I was just pulling jokes and Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I remember everyone was so affected by this because I had such a huge snap. The build up to this experience was the tension and it's just snapped and this flood of love and happiness. I mean, happiness. I didn't yeah. realize what happiness was until this experience. I was just there's I felt so good, it was insane. 
Yeah. And I remember just feeling this enormous love inside of me. I mean, it was indescribable. And I had this big realization that about oneness. I had, I mean, you and I had had these experiences of oneness when, with the definition, you know, being one with universe, one yeah, with yeah. God, and you kind yeah. of, you you get out of your body. But now I really realize there's another aspect to oneness, and that's together with yeah. people. That's yeah, also yeah. together with people. That's oneness as well. Yeah, being just human. And I just remember what we did when we went into this experience. We just sat down. We were yet lot talking with each other, singing. Uh, eating, just doing everyday thing, but it was just, yeah, I I can't, how do you explain that state of mind? It's just, yeah, I I lost for words. Yeah, and I remember you, the others, it was just pulled into this energy. Yeah. I mean, you was already in it, but this joy that came out of me was just affecting everyone, and suddenly everyone was just sitting there feeling the best time of their lives and I remember we were talking about and I realized why the hell do I don't feel like this I will never I mean I realized it's a choice yeah feeling good yeah yeah and I, I was just realizing what the hell I've been doing all my life <laughs> why I'm not feeling like this I could feel this every day yeah it's just a choice away and I it, it was insane and I realized I'm not never going to feel bad again but of course I have been feeling bad again, but because this didn't, this experience didn't last forever, but it was amazing. And for the rest of the night, I was such in a high state. It's just impossible to describe. Yeah. I mean, all the other experiences, everything else that had happened was nothing to compare to this because this felt like, this felt like for the first time that if I would have to, describe enlightenment or anything higher state of consciousness or anything this was it yeah i mean all the other experiences was just glimpses of i mean they had been powerful they had been loving experience but this was just something else it was just so within you you were so uh, in line with this this uh, vibration this uh, this feeling in the beginning it was you know this ecstasy of joy and happiness but that kind of toned down and you become more relaxed after a while because that was the switch for me and yeah but then i became more you know like i wasn't sitting laughing but i felt 100 percent peace inside yeah i mean the peace is indescribable it was yeah inside my heart it was 100 percent stillness yeah i and just I, remember it but and i, I think i said to was amanda or someone like just listen and everyone just stopped and she stopped and it's like there's nothing there. There's nothing interrupting this happiness. There's yeah. nothing interrupting this 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 love, this yeah. this feeling. It was like nothing could touch it. It was just like a you were in a bo- in a box where nothing yeah. could touch this stillness within you, and it was just so peace- peaceful. And you were there. I was there. Yeah, and I just I need to tell yeah. the story about yeah, yeah when the, our other brother, yeah, uh, he was like. He he hadn't adapted to this fully, and, and yeah, exactly. A few people were out. Uh, Amanda was in this enlightened state. Yeah, you and I, Nicholas, but John wasn't there. Ellen wasn't there, and Yuan wasn't there. Yeah, and I just remember looking at Yuan, my brother, and I could I I saw that he he looked at you and he tried to figure out what what was happening with him, 
And I just looked at him and was sitting next to him and I said, don't you realize it's all hair or something yeah. like that? Yeah. I think that was what I said. I can't remember. And I could just see the moment the shift happened yeah. in his eyes. It's like his eyes just yeah. turned turned on. He's like his pupils just expanded and he's yeah. like, whoa. And he's just in the beginning he's starting feeling really nauseous and I think Niklas helped him out yeah. but afterwards when he was like a few minutes he came back and he's like he was there yeah. he was fu- experiencing the same thing that we were yeah. experiencing and I remember him saying that he saw it in my eyes yeah that he just saw enlightenment yeah and in that moment realized he was looking at himself yeah he couldn't put words to it it was just yeah. something else snapped inside of him and that's an interesting thing when you say about the eyes because I have always had a little bit of a ex- problem looking at people's eyes. I can't, can't usually uh, I, I, I get a little bit of an uncomfortable feeling if I look into people's eyes for yeah. for long ex- extended time. Yeah. And um, and I just remember when I was in this state of this, this state of consciousness when I was looking at people in their eyes and yeah. I I didn't break my look. My, my vision I just kept looking at them in their eyes yeah. I just saw myself yeah I saw myself in everyone I yeah. was looking at and everything I was touching everything I was eating it was just everything was the self yeah and you had no worries no problems you were complete harmony and I also yeah. remember after I was sitting there like this I was like a guru this night as well I just remember I had full connection with my intuition mm. and John he was like feeling bad because he didn't have he didn't break through and so I many think of us. He was sober that evening, or maybe no, he just smoked weed. Yeah, he had know. smoked some weed and he kind of well, why didn't this? Happen? He was kind of down oh, because this didn't happen to him. Uh, and I asked, I just said, "Don't worry, it's gonna happen tomorrow." And I, I just knew it. Yeah. And I had one hundred percent sure knowledge that he would break through tomorrow, mm. the day after. I just knew it. And whatever he asked me, I knew the answer. Yeah. And I also have this, a lot of realizations that I had been searching now for these grand experiences of, you know, being one with God and leaving my body and, you know, feeling one with the universe. And, but this was completely different. This time I felt like, no, that's shit. Well, that's, that's all there. Yeah. But it's not time for that now. Now it's time to be human fully yeah and to understand what it means yeah. to be a human so it was really down to earth enlightenment when i felt like all the insights was you know like this one i said before it's oneness also means together as human beings yeah and it means being kind and being human and you know like being human yeah. as perfectly as you can then when you have mastered being human then you go on to this other cool stuff but there's a whole world of learning how to be human first. Yeah, and I just think of the words that uh, Maharaj in Karori Baba, uh, he had this, when people talked, asked him, how, how, Maharaj, how do I reach enlightenment? And he said, love people, love everyone, yeah. serve everyone, and remember God. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you can you can look at it and try to sit in a cave for, 40 years just going within yourself but I think those three words sums it up yeah. what, what, what I feel is enlightenment for me that's yeah. love everyone serve everyone yeah. remember God that, 
Yeah. I also remember one thing that I had a definition about enlightenment prior to this. Yeah. And that is that you have to realize, experience the nothingness that Buddha talks about and uh, to, you know, become full enlightened. And I remember thinking about it during this experience and I felt, well, I'll look into that yeah. some other time. And I was content because I, I knew that it's not the time right now and everything is good as it is and it, everything will happen the way it's, it's supposed to happen. And I, I didn't care about it no, because I knew, well, it's not time today. So, yeah, it will happen when it happens. Yeah. And, but uh, you, that experience is also there. And I have looked more into that experience after that. Yeah. But during that time, I was like, oh, well, it's perfect right now. I don't have to do it right now. It'll, it yeah. will happen what will happen. And I will know when it's time. And I also realized that was really mind-blowing as well. I was sitting there at a table and we were all talking and everything was, you know, like perfect. And then I realized, oh my God, I have... It's absolutely quiet in my head. Yeah. No thoughts. Nothing. At all. If I, if I wasn't, you know, focusing on a specific thought myself, but nothing but, was, you know, chatting in the background. Yeah, but even all. when you were thinking, there was this silence experiencing the thought. Yeah. It, you weren't caught in the thought. You no. were experiencing the thought. It, was, it felt like it was an external object yeah. that you were looking at. But you, nothing could... R- yeah break away this this just observer this consciousness and i was just at 100 percent present yeah. with my fellow fellow beings yeah and i'm a person that i uh, usually when i'm i'm a person that i have a really hard time being present and when i talk to people i kind of drift away and stuff yeah. but there's none of that at that time I mean, no, it's no, like no, it was just full all present. there and i remember also ailing ailing saying because she was not there she didn't have a breakthrough but she was just amazed by the energy pouring out of us and yeah. being in our presence was yeah, yeah it was amazing yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> i mean if, it, if it's something that i want to take away from from that experience where where it feels like where is my where is my life heading right now it's that experience yeah i want to find that experience i want to yeah. have that <laughs> so basically and then this was the fourth day and then the fifth day when I woke up the day after, I was not in this state. So, I, was, yeah, yeah, of course. Mention one. Was, when I tried to go to sleep that evening, I couldn't fall asleep. No, not my. And I that, and it didn't matter, because I just I felt so good. I mean, I mean, when you try to sleep, I think it was four, five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Then you usually get restless. But ooh, how oh, how oh, now I'm going to be really tired tomorrow. I need to fall asleep. I yeah. need to fall asleep. Nothing like that. I just felt. I felt completely present and I didn't feel tired at all. And I, I could feel that my body started to yeah. feel that it needed rest. But in my in my awareness, I was crystal sharp. Yeah. And also, yeah. it's impossible to be bored by just yeah, lying, yeah. staring into the darkness. Yeah, it was it's amazing. You must lie there and feeling 100% good. But, oh, yeah, yeah now I'm laying here, but what can I do with this? Oh, yeah, I can feel totally good about myself, totally good about everything that's happening around yeah. me. I can just go into this experience and experience it. it because never boredom. In everyday life, it's hard for a lot of people, including myself, you know, just to sit and do absolutely nothing. Yeah. Uh, and if you're trying to sleep and you know, you're awake and just lying there is is a drag. Yeah. But in this state of being 
you can just sit it for awesome. hours upon hours and it's awesome yeah it absolutely awesome very awesome everything um, was awesome yeah but w- eventually uh, i think we fell asleep all of us yeah. um slept a few hours then it was a new day and could uh, it, it felt like i had lost the thing that yeah. was there the, the evening before but yeah i figured all right that when it when I'm, when I'm ready, it will happen. It will yeah. come to me again. So that's was yeah um, exactly. You knew that everything's all right. It's yeah, gonna happen. Yeah, sooner so, later. So I right. wasn't really bummed out that it was gone or no, something no. like that. It just felt okay. All right. It's, when the time is ready, it will be there again. Yeah. And uh, the last we can cover the the last night, the last day as well, yeah. quite quickly. Um, otherwise, the episode is going to be a real long one. But yeah. Anyways, um, so the last night wasn't really about uh, our experiences. No. It was more um, this one one guy who hadn't had its yeah, experience John. Before. And I also yeah. knew, that, as I said, that I knew that he would have his break this day, yeah. and he was stalling. But I I knew it. Yeah. So it was basically his day, and. He sure did break through. Yeah, he did really break through, and I think Niklas really helped them a lot, and he played a beautiful part with yeah. this, and uh, all the things that he did was just uh, really cool. And yeah. uh, I just remember one thing. Yeah, John really had his experience, and he has a, such a powerful and beautiful way of expressing it. Yeah. He's really vocal, and he becomes like really energetic. Super passionate. And, yeah, uh, so it's really cool to see him just finally just to 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 get it and to to go into this experience it was yeah. just a really nice to see it. Yeah. And one thing that really blew my mind that happened this and has happened since then as well was that I could really sense and feel like the whole universe around me was just everything was just connected. Yeah. And I keep saying that but experiences at a whole new level it was I just remember that I had this sensation that everything is me, like um, like we had the day before, but it was just a new level. Like um, I just remember when when I had my feelings inside, like I feeling joyous and then feeling more and more joy. The outside world was reflecting that in real time. So when yeah. I was feeling happiness, the whole room just. I'm not saying that I controlled the room. It was yeah. just a simultaneous thing that happened. Yeah. When John was expressing his um, his joy, that really um, synchronized exactly what yeah. I felt within myself. And the moment I started feeling a little bit of a hesitation to something, I could see that it was happening to him as well. Yeah. So everything in the room, the same vibration, the same feeling was just traveling around the room and affecting everyone. Yeah. It was just cool to see that. Yeah, and the last night was all about, you know, just hanging out, we were smoking weed, yeah. and just having a good time, basically, for the rest of the night. And yeah. no pressure of, you know, breaking through, because, as you said, you were you had experience, and you knew now that even though it wasn't permanent, it's all alright. Yeah. It will happen when it's supposed to happen. And we could just relax to that. And so, yeah. basically, the... The retreat was awesome. It, the information that I shared that you can use psychedelics to become enlightened was true in a sense, but it yeah. wasn't permanent. But my God, did we get a big fat taste of enlightenment. Yeah, yeah. And it was just the most amazing experience. And what happened after this, you, well, you kind of fell back into your normal self, but that's okay because yeah. now 
we have the memory of this. We have experienced this, and it's also it's yeah, yeah. And it's it's like you you get to know you get to see on the map where the treasure is. Yeah. Now you just need to start making the walk over there. And also, what happens? What happened after this is you recognize the feelings that will help you get there. Yeah. You recognize the patterns, the things you need to do. So aligning in your know, everyday life is much easier. Yeah. Sometimes hard. It's hard, but it's it's much easier. So this retreat changed my life. Yeah, it's just I can ex- explain how much it changed <laughs> my life. And and this was only the beginning. Yeah. I know we say this all the time, but but it's all it is always the beginning. Yeah, it's something. always the beginning. It's always getting bigger and bigger. That's yeah. something I accepted a time ago, some time ago. That it's just going to grow. Even if when you, as I realized, when you get full enlightened, it will still grow. Yeah. It's so, still, I mean, otherwise the experience would. Yeah. You still need to expand your experience, expand your experience. Yeah. So it's an always changing experience. So that, yeah. in order to have an experience, there needs to be change. Yeah. So. There will always be change. There will always yeah. be more to experience. So just enjoy what's happening right now and take yeah. it all in. And when, when you're ready, when you're supposed to get that enlightenment or whatever yeah. you want to call it, it will happen to you. I mean, the, the worst the worst thing I think you can do is trying to chase something or trying to worry that yeah. I'm not happy until that or this needs to happen before yeah. you can be happy. It's And I also think that one thi- important thing you know as a message through this uh, retreat is that because we we you and I had been struggling with this question before are psychedelics a good tool a spiritual tool or is it you know like just fooling yourself but i think it's obvious to me at least that as long as you don't think that it's will do all the work yeah i mean using it this way having these experiences it's a game changer. I mean, yeah. I know that I will fall back to my normal self, but ha- remembering these experiencing experiences, they do change me. They do accelerate my spiritual path. It's yeah, just... and I, I think where you can where you can make the mistake if you try to make psychedelics the way, yeah, and not use the psychedelics as a tool because yeah. the way is something that's within you all the the pieces of the puzzle is something that needs to happen within you and you can use whichever tool that you feel is necessary whichever tool you feel is good for you if you want to use psychedelics because that helps you unravel the puzzle or create the puzzle within you then use it yeah that's um if you want to sit and meditate then do that if you want to do yoga whatever you feel is necessary for you to do your inner progress to do your inner yeah in our journey, that's... But I'm certain that other people can replicate what we did this yeah. summer. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and experience the very same thing. So, at least, I mean, people know that it's possible. And, yeah. and it uh, will change your life, for sure. And as Maharaji say, that when Ramdas asked him, and uh, Maharaji was this, we talked about it in a previous episode, yeah. he was this enlightened person, like, far up there. Yeah, He didn't even... He wasn't even affected by psychedelics when he gave a Ramdas gave in a dosage yeah. for like five people. He was nothing happened because yeah. he was already there. He said that you can use the yogi medicine as he as he said it, 
as he described it, and he yeah. said, as long as you focus on God. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing. If yeah. you if you use it in the right setting, if you use it in the right purpose, then it's a good tool. And as you said, don't think it's the way, but it's it's a tool. Yeah. But it's a very, very powerful tool, and it has completely changed my life. And also, as we will discuss in upcoming episodes, this was just, this was just beginning. We have tuned into this enlightened states many times after this, or at least a few times. And what happened after this is that we could start. We we, we were basically mind blown yeah. during this retreat. But after this, we could actually you know start looking at what was happening and take you know see patterns and start applying them in our normal life. So there was even more to use of this so we will talk about that in upcoming episodes i guess yeah so i think that's it for today so yeah. as always be sure to check out maldarma.com for all the other episodes we have three books now um two of one of them is in english uh the illusion. two of them are in english two of them sorry yeah my books uh, the illusion and a book about love and happiness yeah mine is available in swedish mine is this book also available in swedish mine is uh, being trace translated right now so hopefully we will have it uh, ready for yeah. the US crowd in a couple of months or so. Yeah. We'll see. Um, so uh, be sure to check them out. Uh, we yeah. also have uh, and courses book, and stuff yeah. like that. Meditation courses, uh, lectures and things like that. Yeah. I could also say that a book about love and happiness, this technique that I talked about, that book is actually free on our website as an ebook. So you can download it from for completely free if you yeah. like to. And that's a nice thing. Yeah. So... Uh, Thank you all for this episode. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.